is a Save or Die Special Report. This is DM Mike with uh, Save or Die on location at the North Texas RPG Con meet and greet. With me is DM Liz. Hello. My mouth is full of cookie right now. Sorry. It is. It's true. And with me is Bad Mike, Mike Badalotto, one of the co-creators of uh, North Texas RPG Con and one of the hosts today. Hey, actually, this was going to be a speed dating event. Uh, I I don't know if we can run that or not right now, but... I get those confused more than... Anyway. So, what are the plans for today? Uh, We're just going to... We basically moved our storage spaces to a warehouse, so the the NTRPG Con convention will now be in a a special location warehouse. uh, People actually can come visit and see our... uh, and purchase our con items and see where we uh, plan the convention at. Also, there's a gaming, lots of room for gaming. There's a, and there's a bathroom, and there's air conditioning. So it's much better than our old storage facility. But basically, it's a place that we can come hopefully about every two or three months, and we'll have sort of a quote-unquote mini-mini-con where people can come. We're going to run chariot racing, uh, gladiator games, D&D, old school, pretty much the stuff we would run at the convention. And you have the pinball and video game here, right? Yes, we have the dungeon. We have all our pinball and video game, uh, arcade machines set up outside. Now it's a little hot outside, unfortunately, but hopefully, uh, really? yeah, just a little bit. And especially, it's even hotter in the warehouse. But as the uh, seasons go on, in fall, winter, spring, it actually be a lot nicer out there. But so yeah, people that come come over uh, and visit will actually be able to re- play the video games and the arcade games. The time of year known in Texas as habitable. <laughs> yes, anything but uh, between not that's not between May and September. So there are some games being run right now. Yes, I'm going to run a. Uh, I'm actually running a version of Paul Jaquay's Janelle Jaquay's classic. Uh, Jaquay's. Jaquay's. Yes. <laughs> Jaquay's. We were correct on that. <laughs> After you said it about 150 times, it's Jaquay's. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, Janelle Jaquay's is uh, classic. Uh, Lost Temple. Uh, it's something I'm thinking about running at NTRPG Con. And um, I've been wanting to run more than the B1 game that I've ran for the last four years, so I'm trying to expand out to other classic uh, Dungeons & Dragons experiences. Uh, we just got through playing some board games, and I think Doug's running a, a game now. Doug runs our charity game every year at NTRPG Con, and um, if you've ever seen it or seen it online or in person, it's a pretty fun endeavor. Uh, He's we're told two, two diametrically opposed DMs. He's more of a storytelling DM, which is odd because he's old school, yet he's storytelling. Uh, he doesn't roll a lot of dice. Uh, everything's pretty much in his head. He'll, he'll come up with an adventure ten minutes before it's time to go. I, I plan for weeks and weeks and write out all the stats and have everything just exactly perfect. So we're, we had an argument last night about what's better, storytelling or quote-unquote role-playing. And so uh, you didn't add the caveat to that. You plan and lay out everything for weeks on end, and then the player characters go in a direction you hadn't thought of. Well, any old school DM better be prepared for that anyway. That has to be part of the whole uh, the whole um, experience. So, definitely, as, definitely. As Liz could tell you, that um, we've had some uh, very interesting uh, um, detours during our B1 game over the years. Yeah, that's kind of inevitable, especially with the dogs. <laughs> The dogs are infamous at this point. 
So, um, but yeah, that's just going to be a place for us to hang out. And like I said, we'll have events occasionally. We'll have people here. We'll give away prizes, uh, just to really just spread the word about the North Texas RPG Con and have a place where people can meet us face to face. I've already met a few people that uh, that I were at the convention, but that I didn't get a chance to talk to. And that's one thing about running a convention is you're often so busy you don't have a chance to actually talk to people and you know talk about gaming. Hopefully, this will be the place where we can do that. Well, we managed to drag most of our gaming group down here. And hopefully we'll hear from them a bit later, even if they play second edition. Well, second edition, well, I run a second edition slash first edition. I'm really actually comfortable with any old school. As Blizz tells you, I usually run BX during the... Uh, yeah, I was hoping for that, actually. Well, I thought about doing BX, but actually, oddly, I think BX works better at lower levels. And this is actually a higher level game. Um, I'm actually more... I think BX works really, really good at lower levels. And I think BX works great in con games. I think that's, that's probably the best... Uh, rule system for con games, but where I like to spread out a little and kind of, you know, do something a little crazy, I like to move into first edition or second edition when I when I run a game. Okay, there is a charge for these uh, meet and greets, right? Um, we usually ask for donations. We're, we're not really charging anybody, quote unquote, because we don't have a sales license or sales tax, so we just ask people to donate, or they can bring by stuff, like uh, things to drink, things to eat for the whole group. So kind of a potluck, really. Yeah, basically, yeah. It's just kind of, like I said, just a place to hang out. We're not, we don't necessarily charge admission or anything, uh, but uh, we, we, we would appreciate people donate stuff just for their time here because we do have to run the air conditioners, and uh, everybody does use water and electricity, so. And I'll assume these meet and greets are advertised on the North Texas RPG Con Facebook page? They're on the Facebook page, and they will be on the web page if and when Doug ever gets the forms back up, which have been down since right after the convention. Um, he got hit with a uh, some kind of snafu, uh, coding snafu, and the forms are gone. So we're trying to get the forms back up. But yes, it'll be on the NTRPGCon forums and on the NTRPGCon fan, uh, Facebook page. We'll advertise for this. All right. Well, thanks for the talk, and we'll be recording more as we wander around the event. I would actually like to say, too, uh, is, uh, the famous game designer, Zach Glazer, was supposed to be here, and uh, he had to cancel the last minute, so hopefully um, the, le- the legend of gaming that is Zach, uh, creator of Whisper Venom, will be here for our next event like this. Fingers crossed. Thanks for sitting and talking with us. All right, thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Here we are sitting at Bad Mike's game table, which is plagued with proficiencies, but I will struggle through mightily anyway. The pre-gens for Bad Mike's adventure come from the Tomb of Horrors, so you know this will be a pushover. <laughs> okay, DM Liz, tell us about your character. What do you have? Well, I am Rixar. Not to be confused with Pixar, um, an elven thief mage, and my alignment is neutral good. Um, the pregen I've been given is male, but I'm changing it to female, so there you go. Um, let's see here. Put a B in front. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm a ninth level thief, eighth level mage, um, and have the usual thief skills, and my weapon proficiencies, dagger, short bow, long sword, and short sword. Um, I have a wand of lightning, which I anticipate putting to very good use later on in the adventure. And that's about all I have to say about Rixar at the moment. I get to play Pip Troublefinder. 
a halfling fighter thief, which ought to be interesting. It doesn't matter. And who does not have the cheese making proficiency. Okay, so far we have entered a lost temple with a 25 foot tall gargoyle and a massive nest of jungle sturges. Meanwhile, DM Liz's character has gone bat crap crazy and is blasting people with lightning, blasting the creatures with lightning bolts while our best dwarven fighter is on drugs. More later. Currently in Bad Mike's game, we've entered the evil temple. There was a huge statue of what appear, appears to be a basically a gigantic gargoyle type char character. Um, my character has a problem, we'll say. Um, Basically, she's been having bad dreams before coming up here, and anytime she sees what looks like a demon or a living stone monster, um, anything on, along those lines that looks like what she's been seeing in her dreams, she has to roll a save, and if she fails, she basically just goes nutso. And there's a good chance that she'll either go catatonic or that she'll just go into a killing frenzy. My character went into a killing frenzy and just leaped at the gigantic statue that's easily three or four times larger than she is. Actually did some pretty good damage until the statue pretty much just jumped on me and flattened me, putting me down to zero hit points. And I was out of the rest of the combat. We finally managed to kill the thing, and people are getting healed up, and that's basically where things stand right now. And that was just the first encounter inside the temple. Here we are, Liz playing the Dungeons & Dragons Valley Midway Pinball game from 1987. Flipper on the on the right hand side isn't working. Ah, oh, there we go. This is going to be a pretty short game, I think. Had you ever played this before back in the day? I have not. That magic save keeps getting me. I failed my save. Uh, won't be long now before it's over. Ah! Yep, there we go. Obviously, I can't talk and play pinball at the same time. All right, this is, again, the other, the main force behind North Texas RPG Con, Doug Ray. Yes. What's up? Uh, what gave you the idea for holding these little mini things? Uh, well, in the past years, we've tried to have like a mini game day at like a local game store, you know, at, the, the, at one of their tables. 
and um, we figured since we had to move to a new space, we tried to get one that had an office where we could actually set up some tables and play. And it kind of gives you a, a way to meet with some of the people that live locally to kind of keep them in the groove of playing, you know, for the next con. So, Okay. How often do you all expect to hold these? Um, I'm going to guess probably once every couple of months. It might be more often. It depends. Um, I know that my son, for instance, is going to run other type of events here, like um, things we don't normally do at the con, like Warhammer and Magic and stuff. But uh, we'll have an actual RPG type day like we're having here probably once every couple of months, I guess. How long do you all uh, let people hang out here and game, by the way? Well, we get here at 8 o'clock in the morning and probably till midnight. So, I mean, it's a full, you know, full day for the day we're here. So you get plenty of gaming for <laughs> Oh yeah, for when you get down here. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Was well, there anything else about these you'd like to say to the listeners of Save or Die? Uh, well, next time we have one, we'll get it posted on the site. You know, you should stop by, spend the day gaming. Uh, right now we have three game tables. We may have more down the road when it's cooler. We can actually use some of the space in the warehouse for gaming. Right now it's a bit hot for that, so we only have three tables. But, uh, you know, we're hoping to get more people here, maybe 30 people. When we have them in the future, I think today we only got about 15. Okay. Well, hopefully tomorrow, uh, next time, we'll be able to come and broadcast from here, too. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Okay, so we are at the end of the North Texas Mini-Con, or the Meet and Greet, otherwise known as Party in the Warehouse. And we're talking to some of our fellow players in our weekly second edition game. Um, we have our DM Chase here. Hi there. And we have Mead. Hello. And we also have Tim. Hello. So, what did you guys think of the little mini-con? We all got to play together as all of us as players for once. Uh, did you guys have a good time? Oh, yeah. I was, I was glad to be able to finally sit down as a player with the loveliest flower of our gaming group, Mike. And, his, <laughs> and of course, his disturbingly, horribly deviant wife, Liz, the shiv, as we call her at our group. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I was. it was strange to play with the DM, Chase. He was on the wrong side of the table. Yeah, I noticed he seemed to be playing a character who had a, shall we say, an unhealthy fascination with your character. Would you like to tell us a little more about that? Who doesn't have an unhealthy fascination with a drug-addicted female dwarf? I mean, what's, what's not to love at that point? True, true. So what was your character's motivation? Uh, just a cleric who was obsessed with... Um Mead's dwarf because she was his idol. Uh, is, that was the, my favorite part of the, the really the session we were in was the GM handing out those mystery the, the, the secret backgrounds for each character and yeah. Yeah, we all had our own motivations that were randomly assigned to us. And I think earlier in this recording we talked a little bit about mine, the bad dreams and the freaking out whenever seeing large statues or demons. So we got to hear a little about Chase's motivation, and Need, I suspect your motivation centered around the drug addiction. Yes, I was a black lotus poppy addict, and I didn't really care about treasure or what we were going for. I was there for the poppy, and I was going to do whatever it took to get the poppy. 
Uh-huh. So, Tim, what about your character in Bad Mike's Game? What was your motivation for being with the party? My motivation was I was just supposed to be super helpful to the rest of the party, be the person that everybody wanted to go into the dungeon with. So you were kind of the anti-Jonathan that you usually are with our weekly group. Well, you could say that. <laughs> Yet he still fireballed a lot. Yeah, I stood up to said. Yeah, I stood up to put people on fire. So I guess I just a little bit of Jonathan bled through. Some things never change. And we've got Mike here. Um, what was your character's motivation in Bad Mike's game that we played in together? Recall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were after something in a temple, oh, I believe. That's right. Yeah, my halfling was uh, trying to had been hired by a temple to find a rod of resurrection that's supposed to be in the temple. I was supposed to get it and escape with it no matter what anyone tried to do or say even against the other members of the party fortunately we never finished so we didn't all get to shank mike i mean unfortunately <laughs> all right so what would you say was the most memorable part of the gameplay when we were all together uh, that would be at the beginning when we were all rolling for what magical items we got and DM Bad Mike said potion of oily slipperiness and I heard oral slipperiness and it became the running gag throughout the game. <laughs> and what about you, Chase? Uh, trying to trick Mead's dwarf into going straight by slipping her slow poisons every night before her character tried to get high. <laughs> So what about you, Tim? Uh, probably trying to find a way to be helpful with the drug addiction, and I pretty much was the only person that was sane in the party. Um, very strange. There was one character that was freaking out. Someone else had an unholy um, fetish towards the drug-addicted dwarf. So, yeah. It was um, a very special adventure. <laughs> yes, with a group of very special people. Um, Anything else you'd like to talk about as far as having been there? Um, what did you all think of, say, the pinball machine? I know you got to play a few games of that, Mead. Pinball was definitely fun. Uh, mostly, I want to steal all of their artwork. Like, totally just raid the place in the middle of the night and steal all the fun off art the off the walls. Yeah. Get that out, would you? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You didn't hear this. This never happened. And if the artwork disappears, we had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Uh, do you think you guys would go to another one if they hold one maybe later on in the year or next year? Most definitely, though hopefully in the fall, because while pinball was awesome, it was really hot in that garage. Yeah, it was. <laughs> All right, and that's a wrap-up for the North Texas RPG Minicon, and we will talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. This has been a Save or Die special report.